Welcome to episode 68 of the BCF ORG podcast, The Business of Business. I'm Brian Fisher. In the previous episode, 67, our guest was Ira Wolf discussing the perfect labor storm. This podcast series focuses on the various subjects and topics to help you run a successful, profitable business. They're approximately 10 to 15 minutes long, so you can listen while commuting. Hopefully, you'll find one or two takeaways to implement per episode. Today's episode discusses solution selling. Our guest is Andy Balderson, VP Sales and Marketing in the Industrial Automation Industry based out of Santa Rosa, California. Andy Balderson is an industrial automation industry veteran with more than 25 years of progressive sales, marketing, and leadership experience across both some of the industry's most innovative and largest companies. Andy is an accomplished sales and marketing professional equipped with an extensive history of success across marketing, analysis, and business growth. His areas of expertise include sales, marketing, management, business development, team development, strategic planning, process improvement, leadership, voice of the customer research, new product planning, CRM systems, strategy, global market development, turnarounds, and startups. Let's welcome Andy Balderson. Andy, welcome to the BCF ORG podcast, the business of business. Hey, Brian. Thanks a lot for having me here. I really appreciate the opportunity. I'm, I'm really honored to be a part of your podcast. I'm a listener. I won't say a completely loyal listener. I listen from time to time, but I enjoy it and I'm glad to be here. Well, thanks for joining us today, Andy. It's a true pleasure for me. We've known each other for many years and we've worked together in a manufacturer-distributor relationship over those years. It's just been, it's been good the whole time. Agreed 100%. So Andy, I'm always interested in people's stories. What's your background in becoming a VP of sales and marketing in the industrial automation industry? Well, Brian, it's a long story. It would take your whole 15 minutes. So I'm going to try and uh, hit the high points and, and not fill it up completely. Right back to when I was in college, I did a BSWET in college while I was uh, earning that WET degree. I uh, was actually selling computers part-time in a, in a local uh, retail computer store on uh, commission sales. When I got out of college, what I wanted was a technical job. And what I found uh, when I went for the interviews on the technical jobs is that for 40 hour a week, full-time tech jobs, people were offering me less money than I was already making 15 hours a week selling computers on the side. That sort of started me off in, in the sales path. I spent about the first 10 years of my career in the commercial PC industry uh, with some distributors and Oracle for a period of time and some other companies there. In the mid-90s, I actually made a pivot to a company called Advantech, which was my first uh, opportunity as a regional sales manager in the automation industry. From Advantech, I moved over to Parker Hannafin. I spent just under 21 years at Parker, elevating from a regional sales manager all the way to director of commercial excellence for their global electromechanical platform. And then most recently, I spent about three and a half years at uh, Robotique, who's a, a real innovator in the cobot uh, end-of-arm tooling and application space. Andy, I've seen your recent articles on LinkedIn with some solid content. One of them on using a solution selling methodology. Why is it that you follow that approach? 
Well, you know, for me, uh, especially in business-to-business sales, uh, you have to be bringing value to a customer. And for a business, you've got to find a way to either save them money or make them money. Or in the long run, they're not going to buy. Maybe in the early stages of a, a new technology, you get some people that are excited about it that are early adopters that aren't necessarily looking for a value proposition or solving a pain point. But in general, in a business-to-business scenario, you've got to bring value to them, show them that, solve a problem or a pain point for them, and show them how they get a return on that investment. So the key to this approach is in finding customer or the prospect's pain and then presenting the solutions that can help them resolve their pain. Maybe you can share some tips on how best to find pain. Sure. So for me, there's sort of two types of pains in companies. The first is the known pain. They've got a production problem. They've got an issue. And I come from the industrial automation world. For me, Brian, it's uh, really two different types of pain that that I look for. The first is the pain that the customer is already aware of. It's kind of a known pain point. Maybe they've got a production problem. Maybe they've got a labor shortage. They're aware of it. Frankly, they come to you looking for solutions to to solve that pain point. Uh, The one I prefer is actually the latent pain where they have an issue and they're not yet aware of it or they are so used to it being a problem that they don't see it as something that's solvable. Because if you can come in as that trusted advisor and show them that, yes, uh, this is a real pain point in your business and we can help you solve it and we can find a a way to give you an ROI and either make additional money or save money or both. You really set yourself apart from someone who's just trying to sell them something when you identify those latent pains. In terms of doing that, the best way to sort of uh, look for that is frankly experience with similar customers. So if you're working with, with customers with a particular technology area or a particular application space, you will start to learn the items that are common pain issues in their industry, whether that's a quality, whether that's throughput, whether that's uh, equipment effectiveness, whether it's just, hey, we can't get labor, which has been really common over the last couple of years. And then you can start to, to ask open questions to identify those types of issues. We're speaking with Andy Balderson, accomplished VP of sales and marketing in the industrial automation industry. Andy, could you share a real-world example of where you've discovered a customer's true pain points and how that discovery conversation played out? Sure. Uh, You know, uh, Brian, this is going to go back a bit, but one of the favorite times in my career goes back to my early days of selling an HMI product that was uh, advantaged versus the competition. That always makes a salesman's life easier. We had a a product when I was at Parker, actually, Parker CTC HMIs in the late 90s, early 2000s that offered communications drivers to just about any control protocol and could run multiple drivers at once at a time when most of the HMIs in the world would connect to one device at a time. So one of those favorite latent pains that I was able to find in that era was someone that had two HMIs on a machine. Because another thing was true at that time, a lot of machines had a PLC doing their discrete and analog controls and a motion controller at the same time doing their more complex coordinated motion control because there weren't a lot of integrated packs in the era. And as a sales guy, if I walked into an OEM machine builder and I saw two HMIs on the machine, 
one talking to the motion controller and another talking to the PLC, which was really common. And the specific example I'm thinking of is a labeling package company, packaging company building labeling machines. You had a Slick 504 and a motion controller on the machine with two HMIs. I was able to introduce the concept both to the engineering team and to the marketing team at this company to say, hey, not only can we give you better looking screens and a more integrated environment that makes it easier for your customers to operate, a way for them to make more money, but we can also talk to both of your controllers at once, simplify the development for your engineering team so that you get a, an easier, more maintainable machine and spend less time on that. And oh, by the way, one HMI was cheaper than two. And uh, it was win, win, win. And it was just a, a great environment where we could discover this latent pain. They didn't even realize that it was a problem because it was just the way they did things. That's a perfect example of that latent pain discovery that I talk about. Well, building on that, how do you recommend handling ROI and break-even calculations and conversations? That's a critical piece to it. And I like to make sure that the ROI calculations go back to those pain points and understanding who and what areas of the business are impacted by solving those pain points. So if we think about this example we just spoke about, there was both a cost savings, literal per unit cost savings in the application of a single HMI instead of two, but there was also a gain in terms of usability and marketability for the the, uh, marketing team to be able to justify a premium for their product in the marketplace. So we were a, a way to allow them to make more money and save money at the same time. Understanding that and quantifying that with the customer's own data, uh, what is your current costs? Here's where we're going to be in terms of these costs. These are going to be the costs to get us started. And I like to actually gather that data, gather the impacts, both positive and cost savings and positive gains in terms of how we're going to help them make more money. Calculate that out with the data that they provide and provide it back to the decision makers, both for the ROI and the break-even time. So you're making their job easier. So again, in terms of bringing value, not only is my product bringing value, but I like either myself or have my teams bring value back to the decision makers so that they're they're not having to do that. You know, in a big company, they're going to have to do that anyway. You can help them out and, and deliver that in a complete package for them as part of the quote for the, the equipment. Kind of helping them help you. Exactly. <laughs> well, Andy, what are some of the other tools you use in solution selling? And do you have any recommendations on where someone could go for a more in-depth look at the process and the tools? Yeah, you bet. Brian, what I suggest is, first of all, I'm going to answer the second half of the question with, with two things. Number one, I've been pretty prolific in, in writing articles out on LinkedIn in the last month or, or six weeks. So search for me on LinkedIn, Andy Balderson. It's just uh, spelled just like it sounds. As a starting point, they're all broken into sort of five-minute reads so that it's nice and easy content that you can access. And then I'll go and, and throw a shout out to uh, an author named Keith Eads. Keith M. Eads wrote a book called The New Solution Selling. It's probably about 20 years old, maybe at least 15 years old now, but it really inspired a lot of this for me. And so I'd uh, suggest if you want to go deeper than my articles, digging into Keith's book would be a good place to go. And then back to the first half of the question, 
A lot of the tools that I use come straight out of Keith's book. He talks about things like a menu of pains. So it's, it's sort of a technique for finding pain points. Once you've got a product, you understand the typical pains a customer type are experiencing. And if you don't get it through just open-ended question in terms of, of them acknowledging a pain point with a, a sample, you can run through that menu of pains and see if anything re- resonates with them. He also has some great models for just open-ended questioning in the book and something he calls a nine-box vision processing model. One of the things I'll say about all of this, though, is you really want to make it your own. You want to use and pull the tools you want uh, as you go. We're speaking with Andy Balderson, accomplished VP of sales and marketing in the industrial automation industry. Andy, is there anything I've not asked that you'd like to add? Yeah, I'll just extend on sort of my answer from from question six. One of the things, and and this is a a little bit of a pun or a play on words for the industry I'm in, I really don't want people to become a robotic salesperson. In other words, following a formula step-by-step-by-step, like a checklist with the customer. It's important that you be yourself and be creative in the sales process with an underlying framework of this solution selling model. And I think you'll find it uh, really drives success. How can people get in contact with you, Andy? Really simple. Either look for my LinkedIn profile, like I mentioned before, just Andy Balderson, or you can reach out directly on my email, which is abalderson, A-B-A-L-D-E-R-S-O-N at gmail.com. Andy, thank you for joining us today on the BCF ORG podcast, The Business of Business. My sincere thanks to Andy Balderson. Managing the performance of your company is one of the most important things you do as a leader. This podcast is on over 20 directories. Subscribe or follow wherever you get your podcast. In search, type BCF-ORG. Be sure to leave a space between BCF and ORG. Feel free to share this podcast with people who you think may benefit. A strong rating of these podcasts would be appreciated. If you'd like to reach out to me with any questions, comments, ideas, or potentially be a guest like Andy, please go to bcforg.com. There's a red Contact Us button in the middle of the homepage. A LinkedIn symbol's on the upper right. Click on that if you'd like to see my profile. All the podcasts are available by clicking on the website podcast page in the reference bar. These podcasts will be released the first and third Tuesday each month. In our next episode, 69, our guest will be Paul DeWall, discussing identify your own values. In business, running a successful, profitable business is the ultimate scorecard. You're never done and can always be better. It tends to be more fun than work, frustrating at times, but can be very rewarding. From BCF ORG Corp., I'm Brian Fisher, wishing you the best. Thanks.